Hey folks, this is Glenn Mann, and you're listening to Glenn is Talking Man from New York. Now, recently I was watching a documentary series on, on Netflix called Pretend It's a City, uh, directed by the legendary Martin Scorsese. And the series focused on humorous and writer Fran Leibowitz, a very uh, funny lady who was a quintessential New Yorker. And by quintessential New York, I mean she has lots of complaints about New York. Uh, she has, she loves New York, but she has lots of complaints about New York, which is sort of the the definition of a New Yorker. Uh, your love hate relationship with the city. Uh, and in fact, most New Yorkers have something to complain about. Uh, usually, the subway. Even if you find the subway very convenient to get you where you go, uh, you still kind of hate the subway. Um, Real estate prices. Everyone thinks the rent is too damn high. It doesn't matter if you're someone who's actually homeless, who needs a home, or you could be someone who like makes good money. Now you could be working on Wall Street and you're like, uh, really I gotta pay three million dollars for this penthouse? I can't find one for two and a half million. So everyone complains about real estate prices and the subway and the mayor. Doesn't matter who the mayor is, doesn't matter what the mayor has done. Uh, the mayor has done something wrong. Doesn't matter. If if even if the mayor has nowhere has anything to do with it, the mayor's nowhere around the situation. It's the mayor's fault. You know, you had a slice of pizza that wasn't that good. It's the mayor's fault. Someone uh let their dog poop outside your door. It's the mayor's fault. So that's one of the hallmarks of being a New Yorker. However, I do think. Us New Yorkers here, we can be a little bit parochial about the definition of New York. A little too much gatekeeping about being a New Yorker. And recently, uh, you may have heard of Andrew Yang, right? He was a candidate in the Democratic primary that had like 200 candidates. Became well known for being a proponent of something called UBI, Universal Basic Income, where everyone gets a little cheddar at the end of the month from the government so they can like buy food and shoelaces and stuff like that so Andrew Yang is now running for mayor where there's like 150 people running for mayor so Andrew Yang uh, sort of his bona fides as a New Yorker has come under question now he was born and raised uh, in upstate New York I believe he's worked and lived in Manhattan for about two decades uh, but most people before he decided to run for mayor didn't know that he lived in New York City and there was people like, is he a real New Yorker? I didn't even know he lived here. And of course, he had some missteps. You know, he went into a store and said, hey, New Yorkers love bodegas. And people was like, wait a second, that's a bodega? It looks too nice. And let's get on topic for a second. Not everything in New York is a bodega. There's been something of the past few years from a lot of transplants where every corner of business or establishment, they think it's a bodega. They're like, oh, look, it's a bodega over there. No, that's a UPS store where you can go pick up and send packages. And they're like, oh, there's a bodega over there. No, that's a place that repairs shoes. That's not a, a bodega. Like, not everything is a bodega. Just relax. But back to Andrew Yang. So there's not a lot of people questioning him, not only because of those kind of missteps, but because he said in the article that during the height of the pandemic, and I guess we're kind of still in the height of the pandemic. I don't know when we reached the 
the low of it, but he said he spent half his time outside of New York City, upstate. He has a house up there with his family, and people were like, wait a second, you left New York during this toughest time. How can you be a real New Yorker? And look, I think that's kind of ridiculous. 99% of New Yorkers, if they had the means to be somewhere else, especially during a public health crisis, they would go. They'd be in the Hamptons. They'd be somewhere uh, in Sleepy Hollow. Or they, they would go anywhere if they had the means to do it. So this idea that's because someone decided, hey, you know what? I'm afraid there's a small chance that New York City is going to be the epicenter of the zombie apocalypse. So let me just uh, chill out somewhere else for a second to see how it turns out. I, I can't really, you know, blame the person for that. I, I think that's kind of, you know, crazy. And I think sometimes we become too restrictive, too parochial when we're like, this what makes you a New Yorker. This what doesn't make you a New Yorker. And look. New York City is a place where we're known for our diversity. We champion our diversity. But sometimes we think one singular experience is kind of the New York experience. And there are many different types of New Yorkers. And there are many different types of authentic New Yorkers. There are people who move to New York City in their early 20s or mid-20s, maybe in their 30s. And they just become engulfed in this city and this culture and they become New Yorkers, right? It, it seeps into their blood. If they did a DNA test, they'd be like, uh, the results show that you are 75% New Yorker, even though you might have been born in, you know, Kansas. And then there are people who were born and raised here in New York City who, they just, they just work, they go to school, but they don't spend a lot of time around the city or or doing anything they just spend time in their neighborhood with their family i know people who you know who grew up and live in the bronx who who've never been uh to staten island or i know people you know from queens who have never been to harlem yeah people from harlem who who may have never stepped foot uh anywhere in brooklyn besides coney island People have lives that sometimes are just very contained to a Pacific Circle. And it doesn't make them a less of a New Yorker if they don't. And that's why I think we've, we've kind of gone astray. Where people are like, yeah, I'm a real New Yorker because I hate everyone. And I carry, you know, a, a machete in my backpack, whatever. Sure, okay, that's that could be a real New Yorker. But sometimes being a New Yorker just means you get up in the morning... And you go to work or you go to school and you just try to, you know, take care of yourself or your family and your friends. And that's it. You know, you don't, you know, for for many people, the city is just a place where they live. It doesn't matter if they just moved here or if they were born and raised here. You know, for some people, New York City is a buffet uh, where there's so much to consume. And it doesn't matter what your, let's say, your bona fides are, or my bona fides. I was born in Hell's Kitchen, raised in the Bronx, and completed puberty in Queens. So I consider myself a quintessential New Yorker. But there are some people who, hey, they, you know, moved to New York when they were like 18 for college. 
and all of a sudden, the city just became who they are, right? They can't even think or imagine going back home to wherever home was. And, and now they can't stop saying, how you doing? But they go back home, and people are like, what do you mean, how you doing? It's how are you doing? And did you bring any salsa from New York City? I mean, people just, they just become part of the city, or the city becomes part of them. So you got to kind of, like, stop being so, you know, crazy sometimes here in New York. Now, of course, like I said before, sometimes there are people who, they get to New York, and they put a Yankee hat on, they've only been here for five minutes, and they're like, I'm a New Yorker. And it's like, okay, maybe not yet, you know. If you've only been to Times Square, and you know, not quite in New York yet, you know. You know, maybe if you get lost in the subway after 10 p.m. and you're being chased by some emotionally disturbed person, then you know, talk to us. But if you just got here and all of a sudden you just you've got on your cosplaying a New Yorker, that's a little bit different. But for the people who live here, who have been here, who make their lives in the city, who have many different experiences, hey, it could be different, you know. Lower East Side to Forest Hills to the South Bronx to Harlem to Staten Island, uh, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Bed Stuy, Williamsburg, uh, Spanish Harlem. All authentic places, sometimes with different, uh, unique experiences, sometimes very similar. But those are some thoughts I wanted to share with you. And like I said, not everything uh, is a bodega, unless in your heart. Thank you for listening. Glenn is talking, man from New York. Find me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man. That's Glenn with two ends, Price Man with two ends. Also, you want to email me, podcast at manglenn.com. You know the deal, man with two ends, Glenn with two ends. And if you want to contribute a little something, something uh, to the podcast one, Venmo uh, at manglenn, man with two ends, Glenn with two ends. Take care of yourself. Thank you